So hello, everyone, and welcome to Monday of the second week of Ordinary Time. Glad to be with you once again for another week of Liturgy of the Word. It is an honor for all of us. And I do a shout out to uh, Logan and to Holly and Joyce and Jerry, all these people that are involved in all this. It's just me, like, standing in front of the camera here, but there's all these other folks around us doing all this stuff. And so I'm very grateful to all of them for uh, our being able to do this day after day with all of you. Let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. So let's begin this week. Let's begin this day. We ponder the scriptures by asking God for his mercy. And Lord Jesus, you call us not to judge, Lord, have mercy. You call us to forgive, Christ, have mercy. You call us uh, to be a people of peace, Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who have taught us to chasten our bodies for the healing of our souls, enable us, we pray, to abstain from all sins and strengthen our hearts to carry out your loving commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Lord, great and awesome God, you who kept your merciful covenant toward those who love you and observe your commandments, we have sinned, been wicked, and done evil. We have rebelled and departed from your commandments and your laws. We have not obeyed your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, our fathers, and all the people of the land. Justice, O Lord, is on your side. We are shamefaced even to this day. We, the men of Judah, the residents of Jerusalem, and all Israel, near and far, in all the countries to which you have scattered them because of their treachery toward you, O oh Lord, we are shamefaced, like our kings, our princes, and our fathers, for having sinned against you. But yours, O oh Lord, our God, our compassion and forgiveness. Yet we rebelled against you and paid no heed to your command. O oh Lord, our God, to live by the law you gave us through your servants, the prophets. The word of the Lord. For the against us the iniquities of the past. May your compassion quickly come to us, for we are brought very low. For the glory of your name, Savior, because of the glory of your name, deliver us and pardon our sins for your name's sake.
prisoners sighing come before you. With your great power, free those doomed to death. Then we, your people, and the sheep of your pasture, will give thanks to you forever. Through all generations, we will declare your praise. For the you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging and you don't be judged. Stop condemning and you'll not be condemned. Forgive and you'll be forgiven. Give and gifts shall be given to you. Good measure, packed together, shaken down, overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So today, you and I, we read from the Sermon on the Plain, which is uh, one small part of it anyway, which is in Luke, as you see behind me, and very different uh, from the Sermon on the Mount, which is in Matthew's Gospel. And many people believe the Sermon on the Plain here is a much more primitive version of what was said by Jesus than uh, the Sermon on the Mount, which also was part of what Matthew was saying to his people in his own parish. Of course, Luke's doing the same thing, but anyway, much more primitive, much more in your face, I think, kind of this Sermon on the Plain. Uh, very clearly, love your enemy, do good to those who hate you, which is in uh, Sermon on the Mount too. When someone strikes you on one cheek, turn the other. That's a form of nonviolent protest. I was reading an article just the other day about uh, a bishop saying that we need to bring back again this whole idea of nonviolent protest as a way for us to make social, make social change occur. Nonviolent protest. We think about that more and more in the likes of Martin Luther King and Gandhi and uh, Thomas Merton and the like. Um, but anyway, I, I digress a little bit. So, um, as I was saying, all these things I'm talking about right now on Friday, all this is impossible. It's impossible without grace. It's impossible about, without being struck by grace. It's impossible being struck by God, if I can kind of put it that way. And Jesus knows that. So we open ourselves up to grace. Then it's possible for us to be merciful, 
not judging, not condemning, not forgiving. It's still hard. We have a long way to go. I mean, justification happens immediately. Sanctification, becoming a holy person, being an authentic person takes a lot of time for us. So these are what we're being commanded to do here now. So uh, sometimes you're once where people say something to me like, well, how do you practically do this? I mean, grace is a part of it and everything else and a big part of it, yes. So practically, how do you do that? No, imagine we're really inspired by grace. I think everything I'm going to say to you right now, it really is inspired by grace. But let's imagine you're inspired by grace. And you really want to become somebody who doesn't judge, doesn't condemn, somebody who really, really forgives. What can be a practical suggestion to help you to soften your heart to do that? Well, I got one. There's a bunch of them. But I got one from AA, which I think is an awesome thing. Uh, and here's one thing they, they suggest in the 12 steps as a way of being a person who is merciful, forgiving, not condemning, and as I said before. First of all, they say, write down what makes you angry, what makes you hurt. Now, I think they say that anger is a secondary emotion. Oftentimes, anger happens because something else has occurred. And so when you're hurt, sometimes you get angry. You get angry, you don't know what to do with your hurt. So they kind of go together, anger and hurt. Uh, it helps you to, When you write it down, it helps you to clarify your feelings. See in black and white what the anger or the hurt, more importantly, is really all about for you. Then, if you have someone like this, and this is a real friend, by the way, share it with someone, a trusted friend. Um, share what's going on inside of you. It's like confession, you know, it's kind of like confession. That's what confession is supposed to be. Kind of share that, get it outside of yourself a little bit. And you imagine the perspective you get when you get things outside of yourself. When you let things just fester out inside of yourself, never works out well. That's where I think a lot of people's depression really is. A lot of this darkness, this hurt, this anger, this sin, just festering around in there, not getting it outside of yourself. Then after you share that with a trusted friend, or if you don't have one, go to confession maybe as a way of doing that. Or just make sure you write it out, read it out loud. would be a good thing to do too. Then burn the paper. Get rid of it. And then begin to pray, asking for a willingness to forgive. Pray for the person who has wronged you. And if you get an opportunity... You may be able to engage them in some way. And whenever you do engage the person, use I statements. I feel this. I think this. This is what's going on with me. Pray for them every single day. I'm telling you, it'll, it'll help. It'll help a great deal to do something like that. Someone one time said, to forgive is to put down your 50-pound pack after a 10-mile climb up a mountain. To forgive is to fall into a chair after running a marathon. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover the prisoner is you. To forgive is to reach back into your hurt past and recreate in your memory so that you can begin again. And on and on it goes. So God bless you folks. And uh, I just was uh, dealing with a bunch of stuff for this week uh, and getting it ready. And you know, forgiveness is going to come up over and over and over again. Oh, it's going to come up a lot. And I just I have a question here for you, which I just put everything away and I forgot to ask you. But anyway, we're going, to forget, we're going to deal with this a lot. So here's my questions for today. Is there anyone you need to forgive this Lent? Is there anyone that needs to forgive you this Lent? So thank you for watching. Uh, looking forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Goodbye now.